The Canadian job landscape has changed over the past couple of years and quite dramatically. So what does it mean for the future of work? Joining us to talk about it is Dr. Candy Ho, SEREC Board Chair and Assistant Professor of Integrative Career and Capstone Learning at the University of the Fraser Valley in BC. Good morning to you, Dr. Ho. Thanks so much for joining us. Good morning. Thank you so much for having me again. So new report, the future of work, the 10 major changes impacting the future of work in Canada. What are we looking for here? I mean, just so many changes and really dramatic ones to how and and the way we do things in in the career world, aren't there? Oh, yes, for sure. Um, So I represent an organization, not-for-profit CEREC, um, which commissioned Creative Future Studio to talk about the 10 mega trends. And uh, the report highlights the 10 trends from related to work and how we work. So the ability to work anywhere, looking at artificial intelligence and automation, looking at things like our, you know, social, economic and environmental events that are happening, things like climate change, geopolitical conflicts, uh, reconciling with um, the impacts of colonialism and then um, globalization to finally looking at um, how we're going to disrupt education, declining mental health and well-being and generational shifts. So there's a lot happening that have implications on Canadian citizens as well as how uh, our career development world is going to have to shift in order to look at these trends and help everyday citizen reconcile uh, and what that is in order to thrive in the new future of work. Yeah, it sounds like a lot of changes. We've been through a lot so far, Candy, but those 10 major changes impacting into the future, that's fine. Whereas we can't control the future, you have a few tips that Canadians can do today to prepare for these anticipated labor market shifts. What are those three? Yeah, I sure do. So um, in the midst of all of these shifts that are happening, um, definitely thinking about how you can continue to learn. So reskill and upskill, looking at opportunities to, um, you know, either through formal education, micro-credentials, workshops, mentorships, and self-studies, looking at the sector that you're in or the sector that you want to go into, determining what are the skills that are going to be in high demand um, that you can pursue and how do you go ahead and continue to gain and develop these skills by staying up to date, um, by being relevant and adaptable, you can enhance your value to employers and organizations. So that's one. Um, looking at your, your network, diversifying, expanding. So continuing to build and maintain a professional network, uh, not just one that's within your immediate feel, but one that expands beyond can give you valuable insights on and job opportunities that will support throughout your career journey, especially during challenging and changing times. Uh, and then finally, having a career mindset. So looking at career development that is deliberate and focused on how um, you can shape your future and also looking at the environment and these trends that we've just talked about. So embracing a career mindset can help you adapt to changing circumstances, develop resilience, um, and to so that you can continue to focus on um, your long-term goals, whether, you know, how you can go ahead and pursue them or in changing times, maybe shifting a little bit so um, that in turn also helps you cultivate resilience and adaptability and hope candy what about if we kind of flip that around we were talking about what employees can do but what about employers how do they adapt to the things that we're now experiencing Mm -hmm. definitely it goes both ways as well 
also uh, with employers uh, thinking about continually having career conversations um, so that you know you can get an understanding of what employees want and what you as an organization and, and employer can do uh, to help them be more of themselves. There's a lot of talk and it's a good thing that we um, really highlight the importance of equity, diversity and inclusion and justice as well to allow employees to bring their fuller selves to work. So it goes from things like looking critically, looking at policies um, that will allow um, employees to, um, to for, for instance, you know, parents, um, if they have to drop off their kids uh, around nine o'clock, how about starting work time at 9.15 so that it allows them to get into work and, you know, get settled in? Uh, that's the one that I hear a lot. Uh, uh, banning up with uh, fellow, you know, fellow organizations in professional or uh, professional associations to look at what are some of the best practices that are happening. Uh, this one works quite well with small and medium enterprises because you don't, you might not have a lot of resources. So what can you do together to advocate for better employee recognition and engagement? Um, and then along with those career conversations, one of the questions that you could ask is what's What's motivating you to continue to be here and really drive at what are the positive aspects of working within the organization that's enabling people to, um, to, to stay and to be happy and to be inspired and engaged. Speaking with uh, Dr. Candy Ho, a CEREC board chair and assistant professor of integrative career and capstone learning at the University of Fraser Valley in BC. But it's different depending on where we're at in our careers, Dr. Ho, in the sense that if I've just been in a career for a couple of years, that's one thing. And, you know, my resume might still be fairly up to date. If I've been in the same career for 10, 15, 20 years, I might be so far out of the game for looking for a new career path. I don't even know where to start. How would you recommend uh, finding that start to find a better fit for you with all these changes moving ahead as somebody who's been entrenched in a business for quite some time? Mm-hmm. I'll start by saying that it's never too late to find a better fit, especially if you find yourself um, you, you know, not loving the work that you're, you're doing anymore. And I think the top tip I have is certainly to talk with a career development professional um, and talk about where you are in your um, life stage right now. Why are you feeling uh, maybe not, not as positive, maybe even frustrated around the work that you're doing to really dive into your, your why. And then in thinking about, okay, let's take a look at, you know, what your new purposes and possibilities might be and how Having somebody who is trained um, in the world of career development to help you have those conversations and then to identify what are some of the possibilities out there. Uh, as I said earlier, you know, networking, diversifying, talking with people outside of your, your role, your profession or your organization um, can help you gain insights and also hope and aspiration as to, oh, uh, these are the possibilities that might be in, in front of me that I want to explore and then go and interrogate that reality by talking with people that are in these roles um, and for you to get a sense of oh you know this is how people have gotten there and this is what I need to do whether to um, upgrade my education whether it is to join professional organizations or you know start applying for those industries and those organizations to find yourself there so it's never too late go talk to a career development professional for for more advice and for more tailored approach on how you can get there Great advice, great insights. Thanks so much for your time this morning. Appreciate it.
Thanks for having me. Have a wonderful day. You too. Dr. Candy Ho, Sarek, board chair, assistant prof of integrative career and capstone learning at the University of the Fraser Valley in BC.